my haircut. My day is complete. My life is fulfilled. Welcome to the Completely Unnecessary Podcast for Tuesday, June 1st, 2021. We are in June. We are June, almost summer officially. We are. That's God yawn- damn, it is June 1st. That's yawning Triceratops, Ian That's Ferguson. Right. <laughs> the yawning Triceratops. <laughs> um, Pat Contry. On the show today, we'll be talking about lots of fun topics, which Pro Rumor Update. Oh, yeah. Update. Nintendo ROM lawsuit. Bomberman Battle Royale review-ish thing. Review-ish thing. Uh, an awful Spider-Man uh, type of movie has been announced. And uh, voice matches and other other such things. Ian, how was, how was, how was your weekend? It was good. I uh, saw my friend Chris for a little bit yesterday. Haven't seen him really. Saw him once during... Uh, during the the main act of the pandemic, what was I don't, the main I don't, act? Like June, I, 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 uh, last year, yeah, there May, June. Once we were officially in the shit, I uh, I don't like to say it's over. There's lots of people still suffering from it, but we're in the we're in the post game. You and I, we're in the post production, post production. Um, now that we're vaccinated, so yeah, that was great uh, to actually like go and partake in a cookout. Um. He made homemade baked beans. They were delicious. I, I love baked beans. Baked beans are just an absolutely fucking fantastic side. They're yes. sweet. They're salty. They're savory. You get a little bit you, of bacon you, you, in you, there. You can trick yourself to think that's actually healthy. Oh, I know. I've never tricked I mean, myself. But you can. No, beans are healthy. Yeah, I mean, sure. yeah, but, yeah but, but then they you provide pa- you with with, with things yeah, you it, need. It's a nice legume, but then you pour like eight pounds of brown <laughs> sugar, sugar molasses on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never once been able to pretend no, that baked beans are actually healthy. But God, I love them. Baked beans is is is, is an essential side for a barbecue or burger. I always think like you go baked bean is like TRS. Um, then you get like, you know, you got your other sides. You got your, I call the mayonnaise sides underneath. You got your coleslaws. You got your mac salads, a good potato salad. But like beans goes with anything. goes with ribs. It goes with chicken. Yeah. It's it's very versatile. Yeah. Um, no, they're, they're, they're delicious. How was it socializing with the group again? Like, how was that? Was that weird? It was good. It was just, yeah, it was kind of strange. That was probably the biggest group I've socialized with um, since, you know, I've, uh, John's come down a few times, uh, my good friend John, who I do the Extra Napkins podcast with, and we've like we went out to dinner. I think it was me, him, Vonnie, and our friend Adam. So four people. But uh, yeah, there was probably like ten of us last night, and it was interesting. Like everyone trying to like you know figure out where they get in into a conversation and <laughs> stuff like that. It, 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 they're skills that we haven't used in a year. So yeah, it was fun. Did everyone know each other though? Yeah, we all knew each okay. other. It was all it was all people. But okay. So I, I went to I went to an event uh, on Saturday. It was a like backyard party, big backyard. It's like one of those double lot houses. Uh-huh. Um, and they in the the guy I know actually hired a bartender. Because he has like a tiki bar, so like had a bartender hired and even a guy to cook. And it was about thirty people, but big backyard. And uh, most of the people that he knew, it was honor system. But you know, he, most people he knew are reasonable people that got vaccinated. Even still, there was a little card for everyone, a little sticker. He had stickers. It was cute. Where it's just like, hi, my name is Pat. I like to talk about whatever. Uh-huh. QAnon, I don't know. And then it was... QAnon? Uh, Jesus. I don't know. And then there was a little thing where it was like um, vaccinated green for, for vaccinated red for not. And just by looking, just about everyone was green. Um, obviously, it's honor system. But then there was one person that I did have a red. But, the, but her husband... From I noticed was green, so I'm like, yeah, it's interesting. I'm not going to ask why, but it was like sort of a weird like stigma of like, wow, this is like one person that 
doesn't have the shot. Right. And but I think people were still cool. It's like, oh, we all got the shot, so the chances of getting this are extremely small. Even if the lady had it, which she didn't, she wouldn't be there. She's an older lady. Um, but I sat down next without realizing it. We got the food, sat down, it was good. It was good, it was it was a good spread eating. It was like ribs, mm. there was burgers, there was there was hot dog, damn it, intermittent fasting. Uh, good sides. I don't think there was, was, was there beans though? I don't know if there's beans, but there were sides and there was like, you know, guacamole and chips and stuff. So your fingers are getting on everything and touching all the same toms right. and everything. I did bring a little antibacterial. Even before this, I'm all about the antibacterial. Whenever I go to a Chinese buffet, it was always antibacterial because that's disgusting. But anyway, I sat down next to the lady. I did notice she had a red thing on her. So I, did, I didn't like panic. I was just like, okay, we got to get used to this now. There's going to be a certain section of the population, whether you know or not, are not going to get vaccinated for whatever reason, whether it's personal, there could be the, could be the small chance it could be medical. We, we're, it's going to be something we're going to have to face, unfortunately. We're never going to get to 95% or, or 90%. You know, we'll be lucky to get like 70 or 75%. Yeah. Know, or 80%. We'll be extremely lucky. Uh, but I guess when you factor in kids, uh, it'll be easier to get up to that because now they're doing, I think, 12 and up uh, vaccinated. Is that where they're at at the moment? I think it's 12, 12 and up. up. Um, so... I talked to someone the other day, a young person, and said, yeah, I won't get it. It's, I want to wait till." So, what did she say? She said, um, I'll see how it plays out. I feel like saying, well, how is it going to play we'll out? See we're all going to drop dead one day? Like with Alex Jones saying, oh, we're all going to be dead within 10 years. Like he literally said that, that fucking lunatic. Um, it's like, That's oh, not how they work. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Uh, anyway, so I said, I said I, well, I guess you can wait for the full official FDA approval if you want. But I mean, at this point, I mean, it is what it is. I don't think it's gonna. I don't. I don't think they're gonna improve. There's not gonna be like a one point one for this. They're gonna have the no. booster, but there's not gonna be like a one point one for this vaccine, most likely. So it is what it is. But it was interesting to talk to people. It was interesting to like interact, like with a group. It seemed like people. See, I hate people naturally, so it's okay. But um, yeah, it, no, I. <laughs> but like, you. it was nice to be in a group because you see people really want to talk to. Them. It was mostly older people, like like in their you know. 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, and, and talking. There were some, like, teenage kids and, and children there. There was a cornhole game I played, played cornhole. Cornhole's once. fun. Yeah, I, I won. We won. You know, me me and um, my teammate was John, and I didn't I didn't get one in the fucking cornhole for the full, whole game, except when it counted at the end. I came in in the clutch, and we nice. won. We won, like, 25 to 20. We were doing official cornhole rules. I'm proud or 24, of you. Yes. On the board, it would have been tied, but I got the win. And then we won twenty two twenty. Sorry, it's up to twenty one cornhole. You don't want to play cornhole official rules? Uh, I, I, I three in the hole, one on the board, and then you subtract out for the for each team. Each it's round. one of those things that has to be re-explained to me every. It's time. fun. Yeah, it's a fun game. I enjoy. It's it. kind of like horseshoe scoring. No, exactly. Kind of. It's very similar to horseshoes. Um, and that became that used horseshoes. I love. I love cornhole is basically horseshoes. an easier horseshoes. We don't need fucking uh, sand laying around. Who has sand pits? Anyway. There used to be a, there used to be a point in time though, especially for the boomers, where like we had a backyard with with uh, sand for horseshoes. Oh, when in New when, when um, my grandfather did, yeah. When we moved, uh, when my parents moved into the house that they live in now, um, there was just there was just a fucking horseshoe pit. In the that backyard. was a thing. It was a thing. Yeah. You, when you went to any like like uh, my my grandfather had the, his pool club, like the Elks. There was a big horseshoe thing. That was that was used to be played. That was the summer. I guess it still is, but like. Cornhole has become the new thing, I think, because it's easier. 
you, you can carry it around, you know. It's like a hundred bucks for a decent set. Not, not gonna, you know, whip a iron horseshoe at anyone's shins. Yeah, it's less dangerous, a beanbag versus a fucking five pound horseshoe. I'm just saying that as like a selling point. It's not like horseshoes was a incredibly dangerous game. It's but it the, could it's, be it's dangerous. Not, it's not like it was lawn darts. No, but you, you can hit that and have it roll and hit sure. someone's leg. That happened before. Yes. You know, you can you, that could happen. Lawn darts, on the other hand, that's some shit that yeah, jarts. Yeah. Well, there's a reason they banned that. Yeah, yes, in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. people died. Seventies, I think, but yeah, eighties. Yeah, that that was bad. But um, so I had one, one. I always have one strange interaction that happens at these events. Always have the one uh, that happens. Um, so I walk in to this event, and I don't know. Honestly, I don't know anyone here except for the person doing doing. Well, you're you are a young triceratops today. I'm, I'm gonna I'm taking down that four year old Pac Man. Red Bull. Um, so I walk in and like I know probably two people. I know the guy running it and his and his girlfriend, and I know uh, this guy John, who does he he does the poker some of the online poker we play together. But I walk in and I I'm looking around. I'm like, and then I I see uh, I feel some eyes on me, like eyes on you. I feel eyes on me. Okay, so I got the, you know. Yeah. And I look across and there's a woman, gun to my head. She's like 58 years old like late 50s um just looking at me and i'm like okay i she's looking at me i'm a new person i'm like okay that's fine uh so then i walk away and then like i i notice that the woman is still like kind of looking at me and um i'm at this point I'm like okay she's looking at me for a reason you know, she's interested or what's going on here um this is already a little weird it's like i'm like this is like a minute into me being there i'm gonna get my drink and then the woman I notice is like walking near the food and like is planning to want to bump into me on purpose. Okay. Like, this is something that usually happens to men where a woman will line up to walk into you. So I'm like, this is kind of weird now because obviously she's looking at me. I don't know what, why. So I'm going to make this a mission. I'm going to, I'm going to take off the weirdness. I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to, so like she kind of walks within five feet of me. I go, oh, hey, how do you know the guy running the party? You know, I want to blow up a spot. Not that it was a legal party. And we started talking. And then, you know, everything seems normal. I'm still trying to feel this out. Um, and then this is another thing, guys, out there. This is usually doesn't happen like this. Never happens. Um, within a minute and a half of talking to her, she goes, are you single? And I'm like, okay. And for some reason, I answered, uh, I just answered right away. Instead of saying, why are you asking me that? That would be a typical response. Like, I said, y yes. I said, yes, I'm single. Then I, I looked at it and I noticed she had a wedding ring on. I'm like, okay, now it's going one of two weird directions. One of two very strange directions this is going to diverge into. <laughs> and it actually diverged into the one I didn't want it to lead into. Um, I would have preferred if she, if she was hitting on me as a married woman. She wasn't. It was the worst or more awkward direction. I have a daughter. Oh. Where did you think it was, was going to lead? I don't know. Maybe she was interested in you. No, I said I said that would have been less awkward. Yeah. Um, it w I have a daughter. Yeah, no, that's, I feel like that's far more awkward. I have a daughter, and here's a picture of all three. She says, oh, she looks like Blake Lively. And I'm like, okay, now she's describing how attractive her daughter is to a potential suitor. This is weirding me out. This is weirding me out. I hear about this from, like, aunts and grandparents, never from the mom. It's never happened from the mom itself to me ever in my life. She shows me their cell phone picture. Oh, there's, and you know, this one's this year old. They're all blonde, you know, cute blonde girls in their twenties, all of them. And I'm like, okay, great. What do you say at that at that point? It's like uh, I I always think about how weird it is. It's like, oh, I'm 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 like putting my I'm putting my uh, speaking of barbecue, I'm putting my daughter out on on the spit for for a guy to <laughs> munch on. Basically, it's like a weird thing. But I understand you want you want to 
you want to set set up, you know, potentially your daughter with someone decent. I'm not decent though. But anyway, but then she she mentions that she also mentions she should have mentioned this to a guy. I should have said don't say. This. She said, oh yeah, she was gonna get married to a guy, and re- recently the, the you know they broke off the wedding. I'm like, great. Now now it's, it's a rebound thing too potentially too. This is getting better. <laughs> oh my God. So. I guess the point of the story is this. I don't know if this interaction would have happened if it wasn't like a post-pandemic thing or maybe people are forgetting how to act because I hear like that like people <laughs> fighting on planes has gone up exponentially since people are traveling again. You have all the assholes at the NBA games every day. They're getting into trouble. One guy sure. ran on the court the other day. People throwing bottles at, at dumb Kyrie Irving and stuff like that has been happening. But um, yeah, so that's how it ended up. I talked to her a little bit more with another person. And then at the end of the night, the person running the party was like, in front of people, was like, yeah, Pat, you should go for this. You know, it's like, she thinks you're cute. I'm like, well, but it's the mom thinking I'm cute, though. That's not as important right. as a potential young lady. Like, it was weird. But I thought I should share that because that's never happened before where the mom wants to set me up. So then if I wanted to pursue this, let's just say I want to pursue this. Now it's even more awkward because now I have to, like, you don't play tag. I got to go to the guy running the party. Hey, talk to your friend. To, to talk to say I'm interested potentially and see if the girl is interested from not knowing what I look like and getting the number. It's fucking awkward. It's like a, it's like a half blind, it would be like a half blind date, but I guess that's how it is in 2021. With I mean, like, does the, does the daughter uh, have any say in this? Do I have a say? I don't think I had a say in it from how it went on. Because what are you going to say when a woman shows you the daughter, the picture? What are you going to say? Oh, no, that's an ugly daughter. Or no, oh, no, I wouldn't want to go on a date with her. I don't know. Maybe like, I'll meet her someday. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, I don't I, I know. Didn't, I didn't commit. I did not commit. I would never do that. I would never say, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But the whole point is, like, it's a weird situation. And she looked like a beautiful young woman. I'd be stupid not to go on a date with her. I'm not saying it won't happen, but it's a weird, yeah. It's like it's like the opposite of like social media dating. It's like now it's like you know old farmer rules and in, in the back country rules. Oh, I got someone to hit you up with. Yeah, sorry, that was it. Flea Market Madness is out. Volume yeah, 30, 39. Yeah, it sure is. Flea Market Madness 39 is out. Go check it out. Uh, it has a sponsor, Magic Spoon, on there. The best, the the best thing we've ever hawked ever, is my sponsor there. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good old magic spoon there. Ian's, Ian's yawning. I'm, I'm coming this around. This is the most you've yawned. I I'm think coming around seven times today. I'm so coming far. around. Yawning, Ian. Man. Um, yeah, this was a get together. It's nice to be social, though. It is. Just not nice to be bought and sold like meat. I don't think your daughter's being bought and sold like meat. It wasn't an offer of money. That's a. That's like <laughs> then. Then you're. The, that's a tithe, right? That, Something Not a tie. Sense. What is it when you? What is it when you buy buy the wedding of your daughter? Do- dowry. Dowry. You you give a dowry to to the to the to the groom's husband. That's right. Like in the old medieval times, that's what it is. Hey, take the take this person off my hands. Here's a bunch of money. That's basically what they did. Here's a thousand dollars, three cows, yes. ten bags. Here's, of here's a chicken. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, Switch Pro rumors uh, updates. Ian are here. Just some, just updates. some rumor updates. The the pre topic to the main topic. Whenever this gets actually announced, um, so it's likely that it will be priced higher than the uh, two hundred ninety nine price point. What'll be the Switch Pro? The Switch Pro, the oh. new Nintendo Switch, the Super Nintendo Switch, new Nintendo Switch XL X. Yeah, Mini whatever the fuck they're 2D. gonna call it. Um, they expect it to be announced ahead of, uh, or maybe announced ahead of E3, which starts on June 12th, so less than two weeks. we got a week to do this, a week to announce Yeah, we'll, we'll see if this actually gets announced. Um, and it may be available as soon as September. That's what they're saying. 
Wow. And, that's it, and it would be pretty and, damn soon. So it would eliminate from what I'm reading. They're thinking that it would eliminate the um, standard model. There would no longer be a standard model. It would be uh, the Switch Lite and this new uh, Super Nintendo Switch. Well, they phase out the standard. They're not going to go every store and recall them. They're just going to... Well, sure. How they did the original 3DS. They phase it out for the new. Like, sure, sure. Yeah. Yes. And then I guess at some point, once the $300 ones are gone, you know, give it a year or two, maybe they'll drop 350 to 300 I can't picture them sp- send, sp- uh, selling something for $400, Nintendo doing that. I can't picture that. I can't. But we'll see. I could see uh, 350 Yeah, 350 I could easily see 350 330 340 350 um, and uh, But this, is, this, is, this to me is what the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series SX was to everyone else. This is, this, I, will, I will actively make sure I have one of these when it comes out. You will. Yeah. Will you sell your original then? Uh, yeah, after the fact. I don't know why I didn't buy a refurbed Switch Lite. It's like almost impulse price. Like was it one seventy or whatever? That's like something like that. That should be that should be impulse. Holy shit, Ian! Hey, I you fucking... I they can't hear it, so you they keep breaking it. it up. You're, and you know how they, they, they don't know why yawning is like a social thing. I haven't yawned when you've yawned, but I can get there. I'm, I'm so far. I'm immune to Ian's yawns. Number it, number it eight. Was tough falling asleep last night. Between the cat and Vonnie and the, the heat in the house. <sighs> Anyways. How hot was it where you were at? It was, it was hot enough for me. I was just uncomfortable. You have a fan on? A... I, I moved into the living room and fired up the fan and slept oh, You can come couch. sleep over here. It's always cool here. Castle country. I let Vonnie and cool. the cat take the, ca- uh, the, the bed. I was like, I'm done fighting with you. Oh, does Spike just like take one side of it? Basically. Spike starts off sleeping on my chest, but then like I'll turn over and he'll work his way like in between like he'll like fall asleep in the crook of my leg. So if I go to like extend out, it's very difficult. Yeah, he takes up a lot of He's space. A lump. He's a lump. <laughs> He's lump. He's lump. He's in your bed. Yes. All right. So. <laughs> oh boy, we all love Spike. We do. Uh, Troy misses me. Do you want to talk about Spider Man? Um. Yeah, sure, sure. Let's talk. You skipped over like 17 things. Did I? I don't know. Yes. Go, I'm going I'm to redo this because Ian is so tired he can't follow a document <laughs> right now. I'm not that bad. Facebook is launching a new program called Stars for Gaming Videos on Demand. Probably the worst name ever. Doesn't uh, exactly roll off the tongue. No. Poised to take on YouTube gaming, which is already a failed thing. We know that. Uh, they tried five, six years ago to do that, and it failed as a Twitch competitor. But now, no, it failed in terms of its own platform. YouTube streaming has been fine. I was going to say, YouTube streaming has done all right. But the platform itself has been awful. They got rid of it. It was a separate platform. Um, So they they tried to be a Twitch competitor for a while before. Um, They they used to give money to people to stream. A couple couple of good friends of ours, they did that. They they sent me an offer one time before they realized, why are we doing this? So, I, so I, of course, I missed out on that good good Facebook money. But um, it's going to be basically like their own version of YouTube. You upload pre-edited videos and monetize the content. Through collecting stars, Facebook pays creators one cent for every star they receive. Okay, that's weird. Um, creators can set a goal for stars collected per video and track that progress in real time. The new Stars for Gaming Videos on Demand program is currently in pilot testing mode for a small batch of creators. The goal is to roll it out to more partner gaming creators soon, according to Facebook. So I, already I'm like, what, how do you get these stars then? So is it, is it like pennies per like? Is that how it is? I, that could, that could penny go, per like? Is that, that what it is? That could go real bad, yeah. That's also extremely cheap because most people that watch something won't start or like or favorite something. Right. So this is like, you know, 
what, what did Android Mark Zuckerberg said? He said, we want to build the best platform for millions of creators. Oh, he's more like a lizard person. We want to we, build the best we, platform. We want to build the best platform for millions of creators to make a living. <laughs> that includes game streamers and gaming creators. And today we're starting to test some new tools to help them make a living. Make a living, Mark. Mark, you're not in the real world. I don't understand what make a living actually means. Uh, Stars for Gaming Videos on Demand, the worst name ever, gives fans a new way to support creators while watching gaming videos. And live breaks... God, this is going to be like a fucking blockchain thing with fucking stars or something. And live breaks allows creators to take a break from live streaming while earning money and keeping viewers entertained. I got a feeling it's like a fucking blockchain thing. Oh, they haven't mentioned it yet. Hopefully these tools and more will help people do uh, do creative work they enjoy. So, um, yeah. So it's going to be video on demand, blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, this is awful. I can't, I can't uh, imagine people wanting to migrate to this unless they're paid up front you know hey pat put your flea market man is fine 39 on facebook okay how much you paying me mark to put it on there you know i don't see that working out so and it looks like you so they get a penny per star but it costs you about double that to send it to them so there's a there's a there's a screenshot right here where where it says send stars to support spartacus with a k Hello, Spartacus with a K. And you can send him 145 stars for two ninety nine. So they get like a dollar like fifty a, of it. It's, and, like, it's like a Twitch bit thing. That's exactly what this is. You're buying bits. Yeah, but it doesn't oh, but, but it doesn't even seem like it equals out the way bits does. Because when you send bits on Twitch, they basically get all of it. Yeah, you're paying the premium up front when you buy the batch of them. But then right. each bits each bit's like a penny. A hundred bits is a dollar. Right. But when you buy, maybe you'll buy whatever, you buy $10 worth of bits for like whatever, 12 bucks. So that's Twitch getting the $2. Right. So th- that's which, which is not awful. This is like double. This doesn't make any sense. This is double. So but if, there's if, free ones, though. I can send 10 for free, though. Right. So, but I'm sure that only is once. That's probably a one time thing. Oh, God, this is terrible. God, Facebook is always like, we're going to do something. We're going to take a good idea. We're going to put a weird spit on it, make it awful. Yes, I mean that's basically what they did. That's basically their version of social media. We're gonna. <laughs> they somehow made MySpace worse. <laughs> somehow, <laughs> Facebook. Um, after you log off of Facebook, you can log on to UltimateNintendo.com. You can, <laughs> or you can. There's <laughs> you no, sure there's can. no stars, but there are books, Super Nintendo and NES Ultimate books on there. You, you got the Nafa resale Blu-ray. You got Ian's cute face as that enamel pin next to mine with shorter hair. Um, and you get the pat, pixel pad enamel and RBI baseball stickers on a big Costco toilet paper roll. All for sale there. Worldwide shipping at ultimateintendo.com. And also Cameo, cameo.com slash Pat Country. And I'll be in Twitch Wednesday night. Twitch.tv. How's the Cameo been going code. for you? Twitch.tv slash Country Code. Cameo, it's been okay. It's slowed down a little bit, but I do about one or two a week. It's fine. Nice. I'm, I'm, you know, I help with graduations and birthday parties mostly. Sounds like I'm like, like, like I'm like a traveling clown when you say that. I, I, I show up for birthdays, graduations. And <laughs> I'm a carny. How to say you're a carny without saying you're a carny? I dress up as He-Man, show up to events <laughs> like it's eighty. You, you do have a He-Man costume. I was going to say I have the He-Man hair, and I almost do. No, no. I do have the He-Man. I wore I wore it for Halloween a couple years I ago. Know. Remember? I, that's why I said it for the whole podcast. That's I what a trooper it. I am. That's right. You also, well, you you were at Frank's. Uh, Party, party with yes. that too. Yep, that was Frank. Frank's done two Halloween parties since I've been here. The second one I went there, and um, I went there with my ex, and she looked great. She looks like an Egyptian goddess. I went as He Man. 
What did you go as with, with Bonnie? You I did not dress up. I don't dress up for Halloween. You didn't dress up at Frank for Frank's party? I did not. <sighs> what a killjoy. I did not. Speaking of killjoy, Sony uh, doing their awful Spider-Man villain movies. Sorty. Uh, well, first, the, the rumor that Spider-Man uh, Far From Home or No Way Home. God, this home moniker is awful, by the way, in these Spider-Man movies. Um, the, the rumor is that Willem Dafoe is going to be Green Goblin coming back to lead a Sinister Six of all the past villains. And it's already been confirmed Jamie Foxx is coming back as Electro. Uh, Alfred Molina is going to be Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2. So there's a, some credence to something like this, that we're going to have all these villains from these universes, from the two, other two Spider-Man universes come back. Uh, I'm super interested if they, if they get Willem Dafoe back. Like that, I'm actually like, okay, I... I'm super interested in this if that happens. Like, I don't even care if Tony McGuire comes back. Like, if they get Willem Dafoe back to be Green Goblin, that'd be fucking cool. That'd I, be neat, yeah. Because um, they'll have enough for a Sinister Six. They had Rhino show up at the end of Maze of Spider-Man 2. Um, you had, you know, you had a little crappy, it's not really Sinister Six level, but you had the Shocker from the first Homecoming. You had, they set up the Scorpion uh, from Inspire-Man uh, Homecoming. They have the guy who becomes him. They got Michael Keaton as Vulture. They have the characters who do the Sinister right. Six. They have they have more. So than it, would, six. it would make sense for them to go in that direction. And you have Lizard from the first Amazing Spider-Man. So some of these characters were killed off, though. That's how, how they're going to get him back. But like you have well, right. enough. Green Goblin was killed off. Right? Yeah, Lizard yeah. was killed yeah. off. Um, no, actually, no. I don't think Lizard was from the. I, I've seen Amazing Spider-Man so long. Um, the original Sinister Six. I always forget. You have Sandman from uh, from Spider-Man Three. You can bring back uh, the original Sinister Six was. Dr. Octopus, Vulture, Electro, Mysterio, Sandman, and Craven the Hunter. That's right. I knew it was Craven. I always forget it was Mysterio in there. Mysterio's dead, though. Or maybe he's not. Uh, you know, spoilers. Or maybe. So the point is that this could be something, even though Emma Watt, uh, uh what the hell's her name? I forgot. Uh, who just played? Uh, who just played? Mary Jane. No, uh, that's she might be back. Kirsten Dunst might be coming back. Really? That's the rumor. But the stars from the main Spider-Man said they're not coming back. Um, and now I can't think of who the fuck's in these movies. Emma Stone. I almost said Emma, oh, Emma okay. Watson. Uh, said Mary, Emma Stone <clears throat> says she hasn't been contacted. She said, I haven't been contacted. And Andrew Garfield said, I haven't been contacted. So, so maybe they're getting the So the, that, that rumor was just rumor. Maybe. But Tobey Maguire, you know, maybe they get one of them back. But anyway, either way, it sounds like they're, they're doing something cross-dimensional. So I'm interested in that. What I'm not interested in, though... Is a Craven the Hunter standalone movie, <laughs> which we're getting. So Sony has the rights to the Spider-Man characters to do movies, which includes people ironically liked Venom, and look what happened. I, I warned you guys what would happen if you <laughs> saw Venom. I warned you. So Spider-Man has the best rogues gallery of, of villains uh, in the Marvel universe. He's like the Batman for Marvel. He has like twenty good villains, um, in one way or shape or form, at least. 10 or 12. There's like the Sinister Six plus the guys that became in the Sinister Six. You have the B villains. There's a lot. You got Kingpin is still technically a Spider-Man villain. People forget that. So Sony has all the rights to these characters. Anyone that was like created Silver Sable, Black Cat, who was a tweener. You know, so there was one point going to be like a Black Cat, Silver Sable movie. Uh, there, Madam Web, a character I never even heard of, like a, like a D-list Spider-Man villain. Um, so we know there's going to be a, an awful Morbius movie coming out next year with that awful actor who method acts and says people use condoms because he's a fucking asshole. 
This is a weirdo. Uh, so was, yeah, he's a fucking asshole. Um, but now they've cast <laughs> Craven the Hunter. Craven's an old school Spider-Man villain, one of the first uh, Sinister Six. I think he first showed up in issue number, God, don't kill me, 10, 10 or 9. Those first, like, 12 or 14 Spider-Man issues were, like, iconic villain after another each issue. It was like, oh, Dr. Octopus, Lizard, Dr. Doom shows up, Sandman, Mysterio. It was like all these awesome villains one after another that, that ended up coming back. Uh, good old St- Stan Lee writing back then, and, and good old uh, Ramita drawing that. Um, not not Romita. Fuck me. God, I can't think of anything today. Romita was a second artist. Fuck. I'm, I'm having such a bad day. Ian's yawning. I'm, I had weird dreams I didn't tell you about that are still in my head. God, it's fine. Ditko, Steve Ditko. God, Frank would slap me. Steve Ditko. So Craven the Hunter was a you know like a big game hunter. He famously has like the fucking lion vest. <laughs> yeah, awesome lion <clears throat> vest. And he comes to New York to haunt Spider Man. And he shows up a handful of times, and then he, he most famously uh, gets gets killed off, or they kill him off in the early 90s uh, six-part series where he actually ends up capturing Spider-Man for real. He actually captures Spider-Man and buries him alive. That was about issue uh, 288 or 9 or 90 around there, like high 290s, something like that, or 293. He buries him alive, he goes nuts, and he kills himself, Craven. And that's how he, that's what he's most well known for is that last they right. basically, they basically managed to sort of modernize him to kill him off. So we'll give him a good send off. You know, he's a classic villain. We we sort of humanized him and did that. Um, but that's where it should end. Like no one knows who Craven is in the mainstream except for nerds like me, and I barely know him. And we do not need a movie. And they already cast him, so this is happening. Yeah, uh, a- a- Aaron Taylor Johnson, who was the uh, who was the uh, Age of Ultron uh, Quicksilver. So he's cast as uh, Craven the Hunter. I guess a younger Craven the Hunter, or I don't know. Um, this is an awful idea. Like this, I, I can't tell you how bad this is. <laughs> this isn't going to work. <laughs> Why are we doing it? Because it, because it, we, because Sony it, because they, they want to make their own fucking criminal Spider-Man villain connected universe that's not part of the MCU. It's not a good idea. It's not a good idea at all. Please don't see Morbius. Please send a message. <laughs> Fine, I'll give you a little Venom Carnage, little fucking masturbation fucking thing. Oh, it's, 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 we'll, we'll go back to 1992 when you thought it was cool to like this shit. That's fine. That's fine. With your symbiote bullshit. When is this Morbius movie supposed to I think it pushed it back to like next February. 2022. It's yeah. been filmed forever, I think. So it's already done. Yeah, I think it's done. Okay, gotcha. It's been filmed forever. I think they filmed it like... Before the pandemic, or right when the pandemic hit, they filmed it. The poster's not very good. Is, is there an official poster? I don't know if it's official. Has there been a trailer yet for this fucking movie? Oh, there was a teaser. I forgot there was a teaser to Morbius. I almost I forgot the teaser came out like last year. I think I purposely avoided it. Oh, I'm sorry. The trailer came out January 13, 2020. This shit's been filmed forever. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they're pushing it back because they realize this is garbage. Or they, and they made a terrible mistake. That's right. He's like a doctor who experiments on himself and becomes a vampire. Yeah, I, yeah. The trailer was a year and a half ago. The teaser for this. That's not a good sign. No, I know they want to make their money back because of the pandemic. But holy shit, this is like entering like uh, like New Mutants territory. We're sort of the five That's years. Exactly. What you I was might say, say seventeen yeah. years later, you might just toss it on there. I was, you know, I'm sorry. I'm so mad. I'm so mad at the world today. I had a bad dream uh, with. Um, 
a, a British woman criticized me for not for for sitting figuratively on my Just NWC card. Just keep in mind card. that she's not real, Pat. She's not a real person. She went at me in my dream. She's like, "Whoa, you're not doing anything with your NWC card." I'm like, oh, "What do you want me to do with it? What do you want me to do with it?" <laughs> it was so vivid in my mind that we had an argument. I went off on her. Sorry. And you said she was a British. I was in Britain for some reason. Britain. I was. In, I was in. I was in. Yeah. I think it was like a weird way to get me to sell it to her. You're not doing anything with it. I said, what do you want me to do with it? What do you want me to do with it? I prayed it around. Sorry. It was very traumatic. Attach it to a belt loop. Make a little custom holder. Yeah, a little custom holder. Like, like my make, own, make a cod piece out of it. A co- like the muscle, the muscle figure belt. Yeah, <laughs> muscle What's about this Minecraft YouTuber who accidentally cheated? Do we care? No, not really. I tried to. I tried to care. Um, Let me just say this about these young folks. That you're are, not accidentally uh, doing shit. The fact that you have all the, the software on your, on your on your computer, and yeah, you, you're doing these fun speed runs. Um, you don't. I didn't know it was on. And from what I'm reading about this, it's bullshit because this cheat. From what I read, this what the hell is this YouTuber's name? I don't, Dream. Dream. They're all young kids that get way too much money and fame before they know what to do with it. And a lot of times these people cheat to get that thing. We talked about this yeah. last year where there was like a Call of Duty guy who was using cheats and right. he was a big guy. He was a big, not big, but like he got money. He was a big guy. <laughs> he got tips and shit and, and, and subscriptions and yes. from this. But anyway, so this person did this, I put had this mod where it basically had this random shit show up, I guess unusually rare like items show up more than it should. And wait, so he did this run, having these items showed up made it, I guess, easier to do the speed run. And this idiot didn't realize at the time it was happening, oh, I'm getting all these rare items at one in a row. And people even watching probably like, what the fuck? You shouldn't be getting all these rare items on this run. And you get one, you don't get like all of them. Right. You know, and so that was the excuse afterwards. I got caught. I had the mod, I didn't know. You knew. Stop glamorizing people that are, are good at these fucking games. Just stop doing that. I guess that's part of the problem. They have a generation now glamorizing people doing speed runs and kill your heroes. Pe- people are getting people are getting, are sending money to these people that inha- some of them are cheating. Stop having heroes. No, they shouldn't be heroes. First of all, <laughs> don't look up to someone because they're good at video games. Right? Yes. I don't look up to Ian because he's great at mahjong. Do I? Not good at mahjong. If I was, I would expect all the um, adoration. Uh, Nintendo uh, is 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 dragging someone through court right now. Ian, two point one million in a lawsuit. Well, that was what was what the award was. We talked about this um, back in twenty nineteen. Did we talk about this? I'm fairly certain. We talked about the other one that got taken down. The, the, they took down a couple. Was this the same one or a different I, I feel one? like this was a this was one that we mentioned. Um, Rom Universe was was they filed a lawsuit in two thousand nineteen. The judge ruled in the company's favor. Um, ROM universe looks like that. Yeah. I, I don't know that we talked about this one. However, I could see why Nintendo would have gone after them and why the judge would have easily ruled in their favor. ROM universe was charging a $30 yearly membership. As we always talk about, once you start giving away other people's stuff is one thing, but once you start charging for other people's work, yeah, that's when no people more, get yeah. real ornery. There's not even a, a chance for a great gray area. Some people on, on Twitter I saw are like, oh, why is Nintendo bothering? Even other people are like, hey, listen, it was charging money. And this is outside of like, yeah, you're making money off of the web apps. It's always like, oh, click here 17 times and pop-ups open for when you download Realm. Not that I would know, of course. But then, yes, when you start charging a fucking subscription to get quicker access, 
you know, then Nintendo is going to take it to the woodshed yes. on principle. Um, and you have no bit, not that you had something a leg to stand on before, but now it's you have no sympathy for anyone. I don't think you shouldn't. No, I saw someone. Uh, someone's there was some dumb analogy that I saw. Online. I was like, no, this is this is open and shut shit. That like, oh, it was even worse. I think this this person uh, Matthew Storman defended himself. Didn't even get a lawyer. That's a great idea, by the way. Um, Nintendo said the situation involving ROM Universe was a straightforward video game piracy case. The company explained that for over a decade, the site was populated, uh, populated the website uh, with pirate copies of thousands of different Nintendo games and distributed hundreds of thousands of copies of those pirate games. They also sold, ROM Universe also sold premium accounts, allowing users to download unlimited amount of titles. Thank you. I wouldn't have lived without it. <laughs> U.S. District Court. Judge Consuelo Marshall settled the matter by, by largely siding with the tenant and accepting trademark. He accepted the trademark infringement claim, so it didn't even bother on, on doing the copyright. That's interesting. In addition to Nintendo providing sufficient evidence regarding copyright infringement, Storman admitted in a previous deposition that he uploaded content to the site. Judge Marshall said, Defendant filed a declaration in opposition, opposition to the motion wherein he declares that he denies and disputes that he uploaded any files to said website and at no time did he verify the content of said ROM file, which is directly contradictory to his sworn deposition testimony wherein he testified that he uploaded the ROM files onto his website. What Further, a fucking idiot. Furthermore, Defendant testified at his deposition, that's when they put a camera on you, like a yeah, video camera, yeah, yeah, yeah. that his website indicated that copies of Nintendo's copyrighted video games were available for download on the website. So, like, this couldn't have been more comically awful, this defense. <laughs> the judge ruled that 35,000 statutory damages for each of the 49 copyrighted works is enough, which comes to 1.7 million. Nintendo was looking for 90,000 per work. Additionally, the, uh, though the company also had requested 400,000 for each of the trademarks, it will instead receive 400,000 for all combined. The total comes to 2.1 million about per storm. And so the judge is like, okay, no, this guy's life is going to be. Harsh, even if you file for bankruptcy, no. 2.1 is enough. You could have got more, but no. 2.1 right. is enough. That's, Nintendo good. probably won't even get it. They probably, they probably won't. I highly so. doubt they'll see it. But it's just this, but this, they have to do this make an example out of them. Yes. So that's fun. <sighs> Got to side with uh, Nintendo's ninjas uh, right there. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You want to talk about a really disappointing Battle Royale game that just recently came out? Bomberman Battle Royale just came out. Super Bomber... What's the official name? Super Bomberman R Online. Super Bomberman R Online. So I've had Bomberman R. It was a launch title for the um, Switch. And later on, they ended up doing ports to um, PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, They supported it for a long time. Um, they kept coming back with like updates for new characters. I think DLC characters. I think, uh, almost, I think, uh, Xavier Woods was actually a DLC character or something like that too. Like they started doing a lot. Yeah. They started doing a lot of interesting, like DLC for this, for Bomberman R. So, uh, hot off the craze of doing all these battle Royale games. We've got Mario 35, 
Tetris 99, um, Pac-Man 99, or what, whatever they actually call it, which, honestly, I've gone back and played, and I, I like it a little bit more than my initial review. I still don't think it's great, but I've learned to accept it as for what it was. I, I, I play it a couple times a week. So, it's called Pac-Man 99. Okay. <clears throat> so Super Bomberman R Online uh, follows that suit. It's uh, It's a 64 battle. And as you win, you move from your screen to another screen. Well, it's four on a screen, 16 in all, then it combines. Right. Down. And uh, you have to move from screen to screen physically. Otherwise, you can get killed if you linger too long on a screen. You also have to watch out for falling blocks when when you're bringing in a new, when you you start a new round. I really like how that's done. I think it's fantastic. It's a great idea. Um and Bomberman is a lot of fun. It's extremely frantic. There is definitely skill to it, but there are so many ways you can fuck yourself over. Um, it's a lot of fun. It, it's a great party game. There's a reason why it's so popular uh, in, in groups of actual people. Yeah. Um, and it's at, a fantastic at, concept. At conventions and such. Where this falls apart is it's immediately out the gate. It, it seems like pay to win. Um, there are a ton of characters that you can... Uh, I think you might even actually be able to, like, earn enough points to buy them. But what happens is um, there there's a lot of characters with special skills, and it immediately unevens the playing field. Well, it even starts uneven because you can start with different suits where your base level of fire and speed are different with different caps. And then you, there's some uh, suits where you get different items and you can't. That bothers me less, but it, it's, it still bothers it's, me. But the spe- uh, I, I would have been fine with that. It's the actual special abilities that you get from, say, like the Castlevania characters that let you whip bombs out of the way or stuff like that. Things that start you off on better the fucking footing. chainsaw thing that makes yeah, that you makes dizzy. you dizzy. That sort of it's stuff. It's not Bomberman anymore. Yeah, it's not. I don't uh, mind the basic concept. I, I would. I would be more interested mm-hmm. in exploring that concept if it wasn't gated behind progression and money and if you're going to do it that way then you can't you really no. can't just have the basic bomberman characters with nothing because they're useless i i started with the basic bomberman character just because okay let's see how this works i, I scrolled there's like the seven different colored costumes where like i saw like the one has a spiky bomb which should not be a starter thing by the way because the spiky bomb takes out the entire row regular white bomberman has j- Starts like how you would normally. Yes. Low speed, low bomb ability, and what the hell is the third one? I've, uh, speed, bomb ability, whatever the third one is. But the, the max could, is like it's whatever. Speed, t- it's the it's the uh, the starting dimension and of number your of bombs you can and do. number of yes, bombs. That's you can the third drop. thing. Yeah. Yes. So that so that's different by the base whatever it is seven different ones that are all available without paying. Um, and the, but then some have different different abilities they have. So one of those has the spiky bomb, which takes out an entire row at once from the start. Because when I started playing as White Bomberman, I'm like, okay, I'll start as White Bomberman. Then I started these other characters come in. I was like, I don't have a chance. I don't have a chance. If right. you're throwing the, 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 full one, the full bomb at me right away, spiky bomb, why would I use good old uh, White Bomberman? Yeah. Like, why would I bother? The point? There's no point anymore. And there's other ones that have uh, don't have ability. Some do, like some I think can throw, and some can't. Uh, you know, from this from the from the jump. So, if this had been where everyone starts on equal footing, like you do in Tetris, like you do in Pac Man, like you do in Super Mario Bros., except you can start with the power. That's not really a big advantage. It's a small one. Everyone has it. If everyone started on the same page with the same exact fucking bomber, man, this would be a great game. Same bomber, man. We all can get the same power ups available. It's all random. This we have a great game. 
the fact that it is paywall, like you said, for the most part, is what ten bucks to get the Bomberman. Uh, what is it? The, it's what is it called? The uh, for ten bucks, you get the Bomberman pack, whatever they call it. The pass. The pass. You get the Bomberman pass, which gives you all the different characters. You then get different taunts that you can unlock. That's the cool stuff. I like I like that you can you could um, do like your your taunts. You can do your bubble stuff, your intro stuff. Like, there's a lot of cool things to customize. I I can justify maybe getting the pass for, but when you when I feel obligated to spend ten fucking dollars just to compete in the normal game, I'm sorry, I'm out. And I, and I did not expect to see that. But then again, it's Konami, so who knows? No, I mean, I guess um, I should have expected to see that, especially in because I didn't hear this game coming out. You mentioned, I'm like, I didn't know this was coming out. I heard it was coming out, and then I uh, forgot about it. And then someone was like, it came out last Thursday, so I was immediately interested in it. I, my my biggest problem with Bomberman was uh, Bomberman R is there is online modes for Bomberman R, um, the the official like Switch release, but finding people to play with isn't always easy. So I thought this would just be an easier way to essentially always find an online game. Basically, I was really excited about it, but yeah, I'm just not happy with the direction they took. Yeah, I do like the fact that. It's not one hit deaths. It's like two or three. I think the white one was. I think it was three. But you can get more hearts. So like, no, it's it's. I, I, uh, from what I saw, everyone starts with two. But um, when you knock a person out for good, they drop a heart, so you can get okay. Because whenever I died, it was usually the third time. I got to the. I think I got to the last thirty-two. I don't know if it was exactly thirty-two, but I got to the last thirty-two. I played it a handful of times. I got to the last thirty-two. You gotta play it and get good at it. That's what. Shut up. I didn't like it. No, it, this one. I I, to th- like there's it. even less of a. Uh, there's even uh, less of a, a reason to say that. I mean, if it's paywall, then you don't like that. This is more fun than that. Pac-Man '99, but it's a but it's a broken game because of, of the of the paywall stuff. Sure, this could have been this could have been the best one. This could have been even better than Super Mario 35. It could have been. It, it could have been a contender. And now it's like, well, spend. It's going to be everyone's going to spend the ten dollars to get the powered up characters. The characters aren't balanced, obviously. If you expect me to sp- spend ten bucks to get something like, I'm so disappointed. I, I feel like it's I'm a so free demo. I feel like it's a free demo is what it is, and you have to pay ten dollars to play the actual version. If everyone is playing as the special characters, so that's the other thing. If everyone's it's not play- farming anymore, though. well, I, 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 I feel like there's, I feel like there was one person that well, there's a chainsaw thing. I saw two or three different special characters. One had a charge up of something else. I could charge tra- dash. Yeah, I'm like, what is this? If everyone had access to those characters, I would find it a bit more interesting. It, it's literally just the fact that it's behind a paywall for me. That's the problem. Yeah, I'm never going to win with the standard characters if, if right. it's... Like, never. And then, plus, are those characters even balanced? Those special characters? Like, how well are they even balanced? Well, who knows? Yeah. That, well, who, who knows? The game's broken, then, yeah, at that point. I, it, no one knows. No one, you're going to figure out the one character to use to win. So super disappointed. I saw all the custom stuff. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I can customize this and that. I was really hoping I, it was just gonna the be background like a f- music. You can yeah. you can customize if you unlock with, with the points or whatever that you are. I'm like, this is this isn't bad. I thought it was gonna take ideas from Pac Man and ideas from um, Tetris, Fortnite. Oh, I thought Fortnite, it, oh. I thought it was gonna be by themes, which would be uh-huh. very cool. Get like a a Bomberman '64 style theme. Get Give a, me bunk. a Saturn Bomberman theme. Um, paying for cosmetics i would have been totally fine for like the the fortnite model buying different costumes and stuff if all those characters were just cosmetic it would be fine but yeah the, the special powers kind of changes it oh the, the that pass is only 90 days a 90 day season so you're gonna yeah, it's me, a season in three months i gotta spend 10 more bucks if i don't earn the coins to come back holy shit that's, that's how like they get you. that that's that's one thing they definitely oh, took from fortnite that yeah, i wish they would have oh, i'm never playing this again then if that's the case this is this is the worst one out of all of them then 
Yeah, at least with Pac-Man, it's, it's a, huge a Pac-Man money you spend 30 bucks once, and that's it. Yeah, no, this is a massive money grab. God damn it, Konami. I thought this would be something I'd, I'd be into. It should have been, but Konami turned it into a money thing. This review I see on this website, it's a welcome addition to the Switch library. It's like, come on. Oh, the other thing that sucks is that it took like two minutes to get into a game. Um, and then once you lose, it's not like click a button like Mario, new game. You got to go back to the main menu, come back in to find it. Like there's like three extra steps to get to another game. It seems like, it, it seems like that wasn't well thought out. Or I don't know why they didn't say, well, click this button for a new game. At least that uh, they can patch. Yeah, I just was surprised it was released in that state. Yes. It was almost like, well, we know that not a lot of people are playing it, so we're going to run you through two hoops to try to get another game. It was really weird. But everything else I like. I like the fact that even once, once you get into a game, you have like a certain amount of time to pick your costume. Yep. And then you can pick, you can change your taunts real quick while it's away. I'm like, this is very disappointed, Ian. Could have been much better. Like, I was, I was so, so psyched to play something like that. The, the hole in my heart that Super Mario 35 left, not filled by Bomberman. There's a hole in my heart that can only be filled by you. See, Ian sings too. It's not just me. <clears throat> All right, Ian. Uh, Sonic's 30th it's anniversary. Where'd that come from? <laughs> fucking extreme. <clears throat> We're back in what, 90? Um, Ian, Sonic uh, has having a 30th anniversary later in June. So Sega's announced a whole smorgasbord of, of Sonic goodies and... A smorgasbordish. Uh, yes. So I'm actually fairly excited for these. We've got a few things coming. So they've announced one new game, a compilation, and a remaster. That's what they're doing. Um, the new game had a very short teaser trailer. No one really knows anything about it. Um, there have been rumors floating around the internet that it would be a Sonic open world game. I have no idea how that would work. I feel like Sonic is best in tight, controlled spaces, like a roller coaster. That seems to make the most sense. Um, Breath of the Wild Sonic sounds awful. Breath of the Sonic, no, it sounds great. I would play the shit out of that. Um, I just don't know exactly how they're going to do it. There would have to be some real, real A1 level design to make that work. Your shoes wear out like swords. You got to find new shoes. (laughs) You got to get new sneakers. Except Sonic will probably, Sega would probably have you buy the buy the shoes so um i don't think they even gave it a name just a new sonic team game uh i'd love it if they called it sonic adventure 3 that would be great but i don't think are you would. sure it's open world no i didn't say it's I open world it's at all open, i, I said it's... there's rumors that it's open oh, world okay um <laughs> no i'm not sure about anything no one's sure about anything <laughs> nothing's been announced uh, uh, but it ends with a 2020 release window, so it's not actually going to come out during his 30th anniversary, but we're getting the announcement. Okay. Um, Sonic Colors is back. That's getting a remaster. Colors shining through. I've never played Sonic Colors, but I heard that it was a... Uh, I heard it was one of the better Sonic games that came out during a particular lull in the quality of Sonic games. This would have been this would have been like the Wii and the DS era. So this would have been uh Sonic and the Black Knight, Seven uh, Sonic and the Secret Rings, uh Sonic 2006. Like we're talking trash. We're talking dog trash. No, they're just trying to do different shit and none of it worked. But Colors was apparently a game that did work fairly well. Um it was a Wii and a DS game. I believe it was uh, one of the first ones that went kind of returned to like a, a 2D side scroller. At least it was, you know, side scroller in terms of its its build. It wasn't like a 3D game. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I would, uh, I'll actually play this. People have spoken highly of it. I feel like Sega is trying a little harder with Sonic now. Um, this is the one game that kind of came out from them that might be worth salvaging. So yes, I'll play it. Uh, the one that I'm interested in the most, though, and granted, these have been repackaged and sold to us a billion million times. Billion million. Um, is they're doing a Sonic Origins collection. That is Sonic 1, 2, 3, Sonic and & Knuckles, and Sonic CD. Okay, so we've seen this a hundred times before. A billion million. Billion million. Um, Trillion. But they're all going to have... Uh, widescreen display options oh which is something that i'm particularly interested in um all the previous you know remasters like this either do it in not remasters releases like this do it in either four three or if you wanted to do widescreen it it's it's horrible it does the it's not really widescreen. right it's not really this wide is actually screen. giving you more it. space this is screen. giving you more space on screen so they and, actually had to go back and redo the game but basically or recode to make it, but oh, that's pretty damn cool. I think it's going to look great. Um, those games look fantastic. I think on a widescreen with more space, they'll look wonderful. And I think it'll help the sense of speed and probably some well, problems people have with some of the 2D games and that you'll actually be able to see what's approaching. Yes, yeah, so that's part quicker. of the problem with Sonic. I always hate that they put him in the middle of the screen, but he's going so fast. There's not enough time to react. Sometimes. So now I, th I, I think it'll yeah. change up how we play some of those games. Maybe I think. I'll enjoy the game now. We'll see. It, it's not just an aesthetic change. I think it's going to be a meaningful change for the gameplay. No so, Sonic Spinball, huh? They, they kept that one out of there. Which is kind of a bummer because it's... it's <laughs> just it, throw it in there as, a, as an Easter egg, maybe. The first two levels are fun. The third and the fourth level really start to grind, but it was a good idea. I wish they would revisit it. I really would love to see them that, do be, Sonic Pinball. That'll be DLC on that. That'll be DLC. So... Those are the main things, and then they go on to talk a little bit about how Sonic is going to cameo and shit. Sonic uh, goes everywhere. Um, uh, he's going to cameo in Two Point Hospital. Uh, looks like he's going to cameo in Minecraft. Uh, he's going to be in uh, the Sega debuted Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. I like how they kept that name. The game was... Earlier this week, Sega debuted Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. Shouldn't that be 2021 now? Wait a minute. They they held back their 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 the 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 crossover game. They held that back. No, no, that game came out. This is the non crossover just Olympics one. And Sonic is going to have a Wait cameo a in it. There's a there's a separate Olympic Games with Sega. So there's two with Sonic. Sega in it? is making the an official Olympics game. Oh, they're just doing a regular Olympic, Olympic game, game. So like a track but, and field sort of game. Sonic is going to cameo in that. Okay, that, this is actually the most interesting thing. They're actually doing a a real. Olympic game without mascots? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Click the link. Let's find out. They're publishing the Tokyo Olympics game. We're doing this research live. Yep. More straight face presentation. 18 events. Ah, the official video game I've, is I've, a I've, slightly more straight face presentation. Oh. Your avatar can wear wild outfits like pirate duds and astronaut space. Okay. I generally okay. really like Olympics games. I don't like watching the Olympics. I don't like what it. I, so I have a lot of problems like, with that. But they like the games are fun. Do they like take the code from Nintendo without realizing? Oh, it's an alternate from the, from the <laughs> little Sega espionage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the hundred meter, four by one hundred relay, hundred and ten meter hurdles, hammer throw, long jump, no javelin, huh? Base baseball, basketball, what? Beach volleyball, BMX cycling, boxing, judo, rugby sevens. Is rugby in the Olympics? Mm -hmm. Soccer? Um, freestyle swimming? 200 uh, uh, medley swimming? Sport climbing? Is that in the Olympics this year? Is that like a? Is that like one of those tryout sports? Sport climbing? I, I, guess, I guess. Table tennis usually is in tennis. 
So this is going to be their more straightforward. I mean, that's beyond track and field too. Even God, once you put in like basketball and baseball, yeah, all these different mini engines of games. That's awesome. Uh, I want to. I want to. Where's fencing? God damn it! They do judo, but no fencing. Damn it! No fencing, huh? Weird. No fencing. The one sport Pat probably could have tried if I if I fucking pursued a, a real sport. I could have went into fencing. I was a natural in college. I was really good. A natural. I, I was beating people that did it for years. I, I do lefty too. You're good at sword fighting. Oh, you say like you see me like run a couple people through. You say like yeah, I've seen you. I've seen Pat take out a couple people. I don't talk about everything. <laughs> Why did you say you never seen me with fence before? I said you're good at sword fighting. I've never seen you fence. I'm just you're just thinking I can kill someone. I'm with just a sword. thinking you could probably kill I could. someone with a sword. I could. I take pride in that. I could defend myself with, with a katana. I could do that. A lot, a lot of years of watching Highlander the series. So I, I'm looking at sport climbing just on this list, and all I can think about is American Gladiators, the wall. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what, unless they, they pick, okay, go out there on some someplace in Japan and, and climb that mountain. And I guess you can do that competitively for time without yeah, I people think dying. It's probably timed. But the, I always love the experimental sports they try to, they try to like throw in yeah. every four years. Mm-hmm. Something, they give something a chance. They give them a chance. I think they took out the, the controversial one. They, they tried to take out wrestling four years ago, and the world went nuts. nuts yeah. That's one of the original old school, let's just oil up and get naked, you know, old that, Greece ones. Nothing more Olympic than nude no. dudes. But seriously, you can't get rid of wrestling. Without, you get rid of that in the Olympics, then the wrestlers have nothing to look forward to. Because amateur wrestling, at least in the U.S., there's, there's, you, you don't get paid. You get paid somewhat overseas, like in Russia and Europe. It's bigger in, in the Middle East, but, but in not the here. U.S., that's a that's no. a that's a no. pa- that's a passion project. No, you got to go into MMA or professional wrestling, <laughs> right? If that's basically your choices. Um, anyway, go watch that Dupont documentary uh, about that lunatic having all the wrestlers at his compound. How we how we shot that guy, that wrestler. That's a good. You ever see that documentary? No, it's a great one. Remember that with Dupont? That was like twenty years ago, twenty five years ago. Oh yeah. Okay. They, paid, they paid the wrestlers to, to train him, and they actually gave yeah. him money. And then mm-hmm. the, yep. one of the DuPonts, the, the DuPonts who own the state of Delaware, ended up shooting I, one of the wrestlers. Yeah, I remember. That was crazy. Anyway. God, that was... Wow. Horrifying. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely horrifying. All right, so Sonic's uh, turn 30. We'll do the full recap later on. You think that's the main topic, Ian? You think you may, we, we squeeze it there with we, the Olympics? We got no choice. We got no choice. We got no choice. Was there, was there a trailer for this... For this uh, Breath of the Wild game that made it was like a fifteen second. I can't find no, it. It was like a fifteen second non trailer. It was just saying we're making a game coming out next year. Yeah, even Sega could even do something for the thirtieth anniversary. You're always lagging behind Nintendo in terms of the releases. They're saying, "Come on, it's a, it's a one property, one of the one of the three properties left you have that's worth a damn." Sega, you, Sega has a shitload of properties. Got like four. Come on, Yakuza, dude. Yakuza oh, that is one? massive. That's does Sega. That okay. Yes, it care. does count. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. It absolutely counts. It doesn't count. Crazy Taxi counts more than that. <laughs> Crazy Taxi, um, Streets of Rage, um, Sonic, and uh, Altered Beast. Those are the ones that matter to me. Those are the ones that... And, and Pat Riley's basketball. Not even getting into this conversation. <laughs> Come on, I'll try to draw you in. Moving on. To my trap, to my fencing trap. No. All right, Ian. No, no. Uh, <laughs> Ian Blockbuster. It might as well be Blockbuster. GameStop is getting into uh, potentially NFTs through blockchain technology. Oh, yay. This was an announcement that happened. It, sh- it, it, it shot the stock up at the time, back up, I think, over $200. Where's, where's my – I have a single GameStop uh, stock I'm holding. It's at 251 
so it was at, it was hovering in the 150s for a while and uh it came back up yeah it was at like 180 now it's at 250 almost time for pat for pat to cash out and take a minor loss on that on that one singular stock. checking these old stocks here you're checking I'm, i just i checked it on you're checking on your robin hood app I, I just checked it on uh on google real quick so so this announcement came from i it was it was announced uh this this article is from the blockcrypto.com gamestop is building an nft platform on e- ethereum so ethereum is one of the uh, you know more minor but more well known but minor uh, you know chains and they have the Ethereum coin and I think and this is where they stamp a lot of the NFTs right they use the Ethereum, Ethereum uh, yeah like uh, NFTs are, uh, are yeah from what I understand almost entirely on Ethereum so GameStop almost. put out a notice saying we are, we we welcome exceptional uh, engineers Solidity React Python those are just coding languages I don't know yes. Python is. Designers, gamers, marketers, and community leaders. If you want to join our team, send your profile or something you built to NF team, NF team at GameStop.com. So, so cute. Adorable. They're putting out the call. I guess that's, good. that's a good way to hire people. I'm just going to put a random call and email us. That's what a company worth lots of money should do. So it's, un- it's unclear what they're trying to do. Um, but they are going to do at least NFTs in some form. Uh, and they're going to have their own token probably but yeah, gme was what it said sure but at this point though it is super unclear why they are doing this and in what form this will be will this be a traditional nft like hey here's a gamestop spinning symbol we're gonna auction off uh, probably not but with gamestop who the hell knows now you have the chewy guy ousting uh our man from AutoZone, who's going to be stepping down with his golden parachute and lots of money. Um, they obviously want to get into digital gaming. That's We've known that from, from the Chewy guy. Uh, what the hell is his name? I feel like I should not call him the Chewy guy. The Chewy.com founder, um, who's now trying to basically take over the company. Ryan Cohen. Um, he, wants to, he wants to transition into a digital marketplace uh, for GameStop. Which is a great idea, Ryan, if it was 2010. It would have been a fantastic idea to do it That then. would have been the time to do uh, it. I yes. wish you were there then, but you were, you were making websites for, for cute cats and dogs that get food easily to people's doors. So I guess in theory, you could do blockchain to stamp an individual digital game to an owner. That's what people said that, okay, maybe you go that route where now then you can transfer ownership we can sell you a game, a digital copy. We know it's yours because of blockchain. But then if you just sell it back to us, to our marketplace, or maybe even trade it, it'll still have that signature, which now can get blockchain to the next person that the ownership can transfer or what have you. Um, and then that's a way you can have an online digital store and buy and sell and trade. That I guess that's what people are thinking this could lead to. It could. So uh, that's what it could lead to. I don't think it will. I think GameStop is going to come around, roll out, roll out a bunch of NFTs you can buy around Christmas. You and, think so? And they're just going to be far too late to the party, like everything else they do. They're going, they're just going to be like, "Hey, you hear about NFTs? We love them. Buy your Sonic the Hedgehog wearing a GameStop hoodie NFT for three hundred dollars. Make your kids Christmas. It's going to be fucking fantastic. It's a stocking stuffer, but in the digital space so when i think of nfts or or the the blockchain in general and i don't do much thinking about it honestly uh it's not like i go home and i ponder the possibilities of the blockchain um but yeah used games having some way to track 
the ownership of a digital file. This is where it actually starts to make sense to me. Granted, it, I, the the environmental you got to get past all that, but I, I see this as an actual application for it. Whether or not GameStop is actually going to try to do that, I don't know. That if they were to be the company that actually figured out a way to do buying and selling of used digital games, that could actually help them stick around for a bit longer. But I don't think that's the direction they're going to go in. Well, you'd have to get you'd have to market it out to people to realize, hey, we're doing this now. We're GameStop. We don't just have stores with Funko Pops and T-shirts. We now have a digital space you can come to to Remember buy. Remember when stuff. GameStop had that stupid cartoon rabbit that was like their mascot? What was that like fifteen years ago? When was that? No, it was like it, it came and went. Like <laughs> it was a few years ago. No, I don't they, remember they'll, that. They'll bring Robbie the Rabbit back. I don't know what the fuck Game the rabbit. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes, GameStop Rabbit. Look it up. Well, they try to try to get into the Jeffrey Giraffe market there. Buck the GameStop Bunny. That's <laughs> worse than I thought. What happened to Buck Bunny in America? Did I miss this? Was this digitally or did they put these on TV? It was commercial? on like the website. There's a Reddit thread. What happened to Buck Bunny in America? What the hell? Okay. Buck Bunny. Thanks, Ian. Now I have to uh, download that for... for uh, we're gonna, put that right here for people to see. We're gonna, we're gonna get we're gonna get Buck Bunny NFTs. Okay, That's what we're gonna get. But seriously, Buck Bunny's <laughs> proud return so, to GameStop. So let's say GameStop is serious about this. We want to do a digital marketplace. We want to incorporate NF, uh, the NFT thing because the only advantage would be because why? I would say why why would I buy it here, not in Steam, or buy the game? Sure. Why would I? Or I guess buy a Switch game. I could buy it on. The switch, you know, eShop. Why would I go through GameStop to do this? And would 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 Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo even allow this to happen? Would they open up their store to allow that to happen? With Who knows? Yeah, I would probably venture to say no. No, it sounds like you probably only can get away with probably for the most part PC games, right? For the most part, uh, doing something like this, which they're not really known to sell. You know, like they're not a PC expert, GameStop. So it's they have them. Well, they did. I don't even know if they do anymore, honestly. They're, they're console though. Come on, GameStop's yeah. console. No, they, so. they they when it was games for Windows, they made like a half-hearted attempt at it. Oh, they did. Yeah, for like five like, minutes, like five years like ago. They Gears tried. of War, and this was like 360 era. Okay, before Buck, pre Buck Bunny. This might have been the height of Buck Bunny. I don't know. Buck, Buck Bumble, Buck Bunny, Buck Bunny. Anyway, so when you when you look at that, it's, it'd be hard to get the buy-in. But then getting the buy-in of consumer would be like again, I got to deal with GameStop now. Right. Who knows if you're going to be around forever? And now I got to tie my fucking uh, games maybe to your platform that are coming out with. Like this, the whole thing. Right. That's what I was going to say. If they did it with PC games, it obviously wouldn't be through Steam. It would be their own platform. Yeah. And people, we've already seen with Epic Game Store that people are extremely like hesitant. Yeah. To hesitant. Ha- to well, I, I think less do now because now they're giving out games every week and buying people off Epic, which is fine. I, I, NBA 2K I uh, should install, 21 they just yeah. did for free. I should install Epic Game Store and get those free games. I've been playing Heroes of Might and Magic a lot. How's that been going for you? God, it's so fucking good, that game. I should really maybe try playing one of the later ones. But So GameStop doesn't have the money to compete with Epic, for sure. They or don't, Steam. They don't have the money to compete with either. So they couldn't get exclusives. For even let's just say argument or argue that they could somehow do this do a platform for console games even though that would be impossible because that'd be tied to the consoles themselves probably um, they couldn't spend up enough to get console exclusives even timed they couldn't probably do it for PC or they could try for a few PC games but they wouldn't be able to sustain how Epic Store is literally giving away AAA games for free every week 
even they might be a year old or something, but they're, they're free for. Yeah, no, I'm I mean, definitely, like, it's ridiculous. I definitely missed some that I, I missed should have. T- I should have got one every. Gotten. I got like five. I could have got fifty. Fifty games I'll never play. You know, but like they're they're big games. Like it sounds like a great compilation. Fifty games Pat will never play. Nineteen. They just gave away two K for free. The new one. That one, that one always ends up being free or heavily discounted at some. All point. All right, don't ruin no. my dream, Ian. Don't 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 ruin it. But the whole point is like GameStop cannot do that. They can't. You should play NBA 2K21 and play the slot machines and tell us how that is. The slot machines? Yeah, tell us how all the fucking... Get, get addicted to opening yeah. card packs? Yeah. What happened to the pet? Oh, he's in debt now. From, he's, he's in massive my, debt. My, my team packs. Wow, yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. He tried to get that hologram Harden, and he couldn't get it. <laughs> you know, um, Of all the things to chase, a Harden? He's a good scorer. Yeah, he flops, but that's yeah. it's, it's, some people think it's an art form. It is. In soccer, it is. <laughs> Well, that's why we don't like it as much. We don't like the flopping. We like hockey players that get their faces smashed out and come back out for the third period. They're like tough people. All right. Um, so that's what's happening. The good news is that for GameStop, they made it. They finally they sold a bunch of stock to actually cash in on this craze, this meme stock craze. They did their filings. They 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 sold a lot of stock, so they got some money in the bank from that. From from what I know. Uh, but the bad news is that yeah, I think it just keeps them afloat on life support, but it's not gonna. It's not going to get through the physical location woes that are going to... No. No, that's, no. This doesn't help them uh, at all. No, I, I think uh, at this point they're probably... Uh, whatever's going to happen with the physical locations, I I, this, I hope they just realize that there's not much you can do. Well, if, if Chewy Guy has his way, he'll probably close up like 90% of them, probably. Right. It's like, okay, we got this cash, cash infusion. We sold a bunch of stock at a ridiculous price that it's like you know 30 times what the stock should be priced at. So we have this cash now. Let's not resync it back into losing, uh, you know, these losing physical locations. We'll just close them up, take the cash, and try to invest in this platform. That'll probably go absolutely nowhere. I do want, want to see you now Buck Bunny NFTs, though. I want to see it. So we're 50 50. You think it's going to be more more actual traditional NFTs? I think it's going to be a digital game. I would like to see them try to go in that direction. I just don't think they'll be the ones to do it otherwise it'll be like atari we're gonna do a fucking centipede nft and here's, a, here's a gold rotating cent. did you see atari the other day did no, you what? see their absolute embarrassment no, let's say let's add to this topic ian let's what did they do that was embarrassing uh they uh tweeted out they were like star raiders made this much money what a classic game in our library or something like that and then they posted a picture of the wrong game they posted a picture of solaris fucking chesney is solaris even an atari game yes it is okay. Yeah, it's like one of the nicest looking Atari games. Is it a three D ish one? Yeah, fucking Fred Chesney. There's like three people at the company. It's, it's just Fred. Fred. It's just Fred. Fred had a, Fred had a nice baguette that morning. He had an espresso. No, espresso's Italian, right? And he said, "I'm going to post this up." And then he doesn't know what he was doing. He had a cafe ole. Where, where did they buy Atari from again? Now I'm kind of curious. Like Infogrames. Infogrames are also French, I think. Uh, Infogrames. Why didn't you just you know hold out for a little more cash from someone? What if Nintendo bought Atari properties just for the fuck of it? They could have done that. Just to have them. But it still sucked ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess that's enough for that topic. Yeah. That's enough. <laughs> you said it with such such a re- resignation. Yes. It's enough. It's enough. That'll do, Pig. That'll do, Pig. That'll do. Ian, we have a Patreon. We nope. do. Patreon.com slash CU Podcast. You go, you pay, you get stuff in return, like the full video podcast. Oh, there you go. Poll topics, hangouts, writings. I'll do a writing. Uh, what's the poll topics today, Patty Rick? Patty Rick? 
Patrick. Uh, Patricio. Don't talk to someone like that, that that can use a sword. Patricio. In second place, oh. retro game slash consoles you regretted selling. Oh, 23%. And in first place, 77%. What game series should you not start with the first game? You should skip and start with, with the sequel. Well, I'm going to go right into what I've been playing this weekend, which is Heroes of Might and Magic. One okay. of the greatest video games ever made. I think I played it for 10 minutes once. I should... It's really so good. My roommate used to play in college. Uh, here's Might and Magic Rocco. 2 Gold is a great place to start. It really kind of evolves the formula from the first one, um, balances it a bit. The sprite work is great. Um, a lot of maps, a campaign with two different uh, two different protagonists that you can choose from. And uh, with the map editor, that game can just go on forever. Right. This is straight role playing, right? This is like a, I'm confused with I'm confused with Heroes of Might and Magic. No, I'm saying Heroes of Might and Magic is okay. what I'm talking about. So Heroes is like the the strategy. Heroes is like, the strategy one. Got it. That's the one I play for ten minutes. So basically, in Heroes of Might and Magic, you start off on maps of various sizes, and the goal is to, uh, you know, defeat a certain kingdom or defeat everything. Yeah. And the heroes, each hero has its own special powers, and heroes can take over castles. You build, um, you build stuff in the castles. Each one's different. Like there's a, a water themed castle, there's the ogre themed castle, there's the uh, vampire themed castle, and you get different units from those. And each hero travels around with those units, and you use them to take out the other units, we or need just a hero! the or just the enemies on the map. But uh, the first game is good. And it's on the Genesis, actually. I think the first game was King's Bounty. And it's fun, but there's really no reason to start there. You don't need to. Unless you really need to get into the lore. Yeah, you're fine starting. So the sequel is the one you should start with. Yeah, start with the sequel on that one. And the other one that I would think of... Well, actually, the other one that I thought of was one that you mentioned earlier. So I'm going to let you jump into that. I mentioned one earlier? Yeah. What did I mention? Civ. Uh, no, I didn't mention the podcast. We, I mean, no, I meant earlier today. That's, I, 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 yeah, you mentioned Sid. That was yesterday on the phone, Ian. It wasn't today. Okay, well, whatever. You're going you, Triceratops. You, you mentioned your brain. it. You mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, so Civilization is a classic game. Microprose uh, 94, I think the first one is, uh, without looking. I try to do stuff without looking. I don't want to pretend to be I know it all when it comes to this stuff, but I think it's like 94. I got it. I got it on a four four pack. Well, the other micro micro stuff like Stealth Fighter, the Railroad Tycoon, and then another game. So the first Civ is a, is a fine game. Yeah. Obviously, it's a fine game. I'm not saying you shouldn't play that game ever, but the sequel is a masterpiece. Civ Two used to be considered for a long time one of the best PC games ever made. Oh for, yeah, like, absolutely. Like it, it's a masterpiece. It perfected. The, the balance of, of the of the form of the first one, the balance of the, of the um, units, um, it added it added um, health for units. That was mm-hmm. a, I believe it did. God, if I get that wrong, I'm going to get uh, killed. I believe it added the health for units. If not, I but if not, okay, fuck you, Pat. But I think it did. Um, the it, it branched out the science the science tree to a big degree, a big degree. The graphics are a lot better. Yes. It that's looks, only, it and looks, that's only two, two, like two years later. It looks a lot better. Um, it gives you a lot, a much bigger world to, and it, it adds a, a bigger custom uh, and a bigger map in general to explore. Um, it, it builds up the alternative endings. Um, I think, I think it has 
God, now I'm confusing if it has anything besides the Alpha, the um, Alpha Centauri ending. But the point is, is like it, it just really polishes the first one and adds a lot of different layers to it. And it has the goofy um, stuff that probably, looking back, is like dated. It has the full motion video advisors and stuff. I think it's cute and kitschy for the mid-90s to do that. Uh, but it, it even adds more civilizations. It even adds more, like, you know, civilization to play. I think the original Civ only had like seven or eight total. This one adds even more than that. So, yeah, it's a fantastic game. That's, that's one. Uh, the, the one, though, that you come back to because the first one's unplayable is Street Fighter. Street Fighter's unplayable. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Like, that's where I was thinking about, like, what is unplayable, the first one? But it's kind of hard to think of an unplayable game that actually got a sequel because, like, on, in, on paper, Street Fighter shouldn't have got a sequel. They should have just said, no, this is a bad idea. But Capcom's probably, oh, no, we can perfect this now and actually do a decent game. Um, but, yeah, Street Fighter 2, you should never play Street Fighter 1. I, oh, just play it as an oddity. Like, well, this is interesting. Proof of concept, I guess. Yeah. Uh, for me, another uh, one would be there's a lot of RPGs where the first game is fine. It's fun, but I don't know that I would necessarily tell you to start there if you came to me and you're like, recommend me a really good console RPG. I love the first Dragon Quest. And I, love I was going to say Dragon Warrior. Yeah. And I, I love the first uh, Final Fantasy, but, too. They're fun games, but you d- absolutely don't need to start with those, especially yeah, for, now. For what I hear, the first Dragon Warrior is like super grindy. It only has obviously the one character. It is. It's press, it's press A to win. There, I mean, it's, it's... Let's kill 70 There's some random stuff, but there's literally a rigid uh, it's rough. schedule to follow. It's you know, rough. level up to this level, then you'll have enough yeah. hit points to take on this dungeon. And I don't remember there being a decent story either. No, it's, it's just, simple. I, but I like it. I mean, I like it for its historical um, significance. Uh, first... I like I like the music. I like the art, but it's just it's not where I would suggest. I would want I would suggest you start with three or four if you're playing Dragon Quest, and with Final Fantasy, um, jump right to four, jump right to four. Wow, you're saying just go right to the 16 bit era. The the third, the second, and that, third that one that were oh, that were those were um, on the Famicom. They're fun to go back to if you want the history, but the sequel to Final Fantasy in some ways is actually worse than the original, I think. Um, it's got a weird combat system in terms of combat? how you level up. And the third one's tough. Combat. But I like it. But, yeah, four is when it starts to get very story-focused, um, and it starts to get that, I don't know, that epic feel that, you know, JRPGs are known for. So that's what I would suggest. Uh, we got some in the comments on Patreon. You also leave comments. On there. Uh, someone said Metroid. So I guess are you saying Super Metroid or Metroid Two? The Return Probably of Probably Super Metroid is what they're saying. I know a lot of people who find the first Metroid extremely difficult, and it is. It's it's certain things you just have to figure out, and it's it's it doesn't really point you in the right direction. It's tough. Yes, I will say that you want to make a, you you want to get crazy and say Legend of Zelda puts you in a spot you don't want to go. No, no, Metroid puts you in a spot where you have to figure out where the hell to go. Sure, and and to explore and get those fucking weapons to advance and. Better you better find that the little cute little rolly ball uh, bomb thing real quick. Yeah. Um, let's see. Metal Jesus said uh, System Shock. The sequel is better in almost every way. And he said Final Fantasy. Most people agree that if you want best classic Final Fantasy, start with the four remakes uh, or three six depending on the region. So it's kind of in line with you. Yeah, right there. Someone said Legend of Zelda, and I, I gave him a little weird face, like you gotta be kidding me. Someone said, unironically, I got to hope people mess with us. Uh, Mario, I recommend starting at Super Mario World or 64. No. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, 64 is an entirely different game, first of all. You know, it's going to 3D. That's just, I mean, everyone can have their opinion, but I, I, one thing that I will argue until I'm dead is that the first Super Mario Brothers is, is still a fun, nearly perfect. perfect game. It's perfect. 
He responded, I'll give you a chance, Bruce. He said, blasphemy, I know. I just feel like if someone has started from scratch today, Super Mario World is more forgiving, lets you save. From the perspective of trying to ease a beginner, well, you, you got the little hold the A and you can continue on the, the level you, a world you left off on Super Mario Brothers. They put that in there. I mean, he's not wrong. There are certain things, quality of life upgrades that are just nicer sure. because they came later. Being able to save halfway through a game is fantastic, but I don't think that makes Mario 1 a bad game. No, Mario 1 is not that tough where you have to do that. Right. I think, where it's an essential. Uh, someone said Metal Gear. That's probably, a lot of people don't like the original Metal Gear. It's not great. Yeah. Um, Metal Gear Solid is where that series it. really came into its own. Chris says Street Fighter, yes. Uh, Pokemon, because uh, you mean original Game Boy games? I love the I mean... Final Fantasy, Contra, hell no. No. No, 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 no. I would argue that Contra is better than Super C. A Contra is better than Super C. I mean, uh, my favorite one is Hardcore, but that, that doesn't take anything away from the first game. Warcraft. I should have brought up Warcraft, since being that I played both when they came out. Uh... It's not like you. It's not like Warcraft doesn't have any value to it at all. The original Warcraft, but two does perfect what one did. Right. Two is a classic game. Uh, two really made. The, first of all, two had the different races in it. It had the elves, and it had like it wasn't just humans on that side. And it really had a lot more fun units for both orcs and humans. It added the aerial stuff that was great, and the ships added a whole other dimensions there. Um, and it's it the fucking music is fantastic, like orchestral score, and it, it's it's a nice graphics upgrade uh, there, and, and it has all the full has more of the I think more full voice stuff too than the original. One is not a bad game, obviously. Two is a classic, so that's I do agree with that. Warcraft two, the uh, was it Tides of Darkness, great freaking game. Um, and then what else is on here? Uh, Ghosts and Goblins, eh, probably I probably play Ghouls and Ghosts versus Ghosts and Goblins. But Golden Goblins has some value. Mega Man. Oh, controversial. Skip the first Mega Man and go to two? No, I think that's oh. fair. I think that's pretty fair. The oh. first Mega Man is, I mean, it's what it is, but I would I would not. I've literally told people in the store before, unless you're collecting, you can start with two or three. Unless they're a collectionist. Uh, Battlefield? <laughs> yes. I'm not familiar with the, well, the original Battlefield was World War II, right? Um, was it 1942? I, play, I think I played that one in college. Prince of Persia, I'm not familiar enough to know if two is that much better than one. Is one yeah. is two like a glorified remake of one? I feel like that's what it is. I don't know if that's actually true. Uh, then Ultima, I don't know anything about the Ultima stuff besides what Ian says in the video game years. <laughs> and my, 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 what I have to add there. And then finally, Chris says here, King slash Space Quest. And that's where I say no, 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 no. Because those games did not evolve enough between one and two. It's, they're basically the same. It's the same engine, one and two on those. And at that, at that point, it's all about the story uh, on those first games. Right. Um, and, and I can't. I, I never played through the first King's Quest, but I have played through every Space Quest game except for six, the, the last one. Uh, Space Quest 1 is a, has a great story, um, and I do not recommend sk- skipping that for the sequel. Unless you're saying, like, go straight to, like, three or four, I still wouldn't say that. Like, their story and humor If you're based. playing those types yeah. of games, you're probably... Yeah, it's, you're not playing that for the gameplay. You're playing that for the... You're fine with going back to slightly more dated gameplay, I think. But again, fine. like, one and two are, like, this... Especially for King's Quest, one and two are, like, in, like the same exact engine and graphics. Yes. It oh, yeah. It didn't evolve. You're still using the parser. You know, the, the, the Scum engine? Is that what it was? Scum. No. Or Scum with the point scum and was, uh Scum was Lucas. Okay. Get that mixed up. All right. Well, there you go. 
Any, any NES games that, that, where you can you can skip the original? That where, Lolo? Could you skip the first Lolo, Ian? There's no reason to. It's just more puzzles. Mega Man, I guess. Ninja Gaiden, you shouldn't skip the first one. Zelda, you can skip the first one. Um, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, what? Skip the first I'm sorry, Zelda. I, I, I'm sorry, what? You can skip the first Zelda. I, I'll fucking skip you across <laughs> a fucking lake. <laughs> I can roll you into a ball. <sighs> Good stuff. All right, Ian, we have we have voicemails, don't we? We do. We might as well do some of these. Do you know how to access to leave us a voicemail? I don't. You're going to have to go through that. <laughs> you still don't know. You no. don't care about me here at the podcast? Anchor.fm <laughs> slash the CU podcast. I care plenty. I just don't know that. Anchor.fm slash the CU podcast. Leave, it, leave us a nice short message. Try, try not to leave us something we've, we've asked before if you can. And, you know, keep it short and sweet. Hey, uh, my name is, is, is Brian. And uh, I love Ian's beard. And here's my question. <laughs> Here's the first one from Mike. Hey, Pat and Ian. It's Mike from Jersey. Mike! I was wondering if you remember the first game console you were able to buy with your own money. Yes. Mine was the Atari 2600 for under 50 bucks. Under 50 bucks? 50 bucks. Isn't that nice? Fun is An honorable mention goes to the Sega Master System 2, which I surprisingly yes! found brand new at KB for $30. Oh, I paid Thanks, more guys. That. Love the show. Great, 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 Mike. Uh, I might be in the same ballpark. Obviously, I famously was forced to sell uh, Christmas toys and use Christmas money and, and toy money to get Super Nintendo in uh, Christmas 91. But the Master System 2, I did use my own money. at. Uh, no, excuse me, mine was Kitty City. I want to say it was like $80, though, or it was not 30 bucks. Damn it, 30 bucks is a fucking deal at KB for that. Yeah. Built-in Alex kid with its reverse fucking buttons. Mm. Um, for me, it was the Sega Genesis. My brother and I... Uh, Growing up, we lived in an apartment, like a duplex apartment, and probably the only decent landlord I've ever known. Uh, nice guy. Um, hired my brother and I to uh, rake leaves front and back of the two duplexes for a um, fall. And we got, I think, 100 bucks to split, and we took it, and we went and bought a Sega Genesis with Sonic the Hedgehog packed in. So that was, what was that? Sonic the Hedgehog was packed in? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, the cartridge. Oh, that was yeah. like, so that was the Model 2 one. No, no it, was, first, it, was, it was the first one. So it was like, that was like late 91 that came out with that. Yeah, it was, or, it, it, or, or it, was, it was the Model 1 Genesis with Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, one. that's the most famous one. Yeah. The famous box. That was the one right after the, the Ultra Beast one. Yeah, I got that and, one. Uh, yeah. how, how many times did you uh, rake leaves? Uh, front and backyard three times. How many hours? I don't know. It, it, it Ten was, hours? It, he paid us very well. I was going to say. Was, okay. He paid us very well. It was every week I'd was. say no, but it was like a few times. Okay. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was at the beginning of fall, middle of fall. End of fall is You're basically. Lucky. We and, and uh, the second system we ever bought with our own money was a Game Boy the next year in '92. I, I hated raking leaves. We father. didn't like it, but like he paid it. us well. So I wasn't paid. We did it. I had to do it. <laughs> and we had a house on a corner, so we had yard 360, like a lot of space, and there was like two big oaks on both sides. So it was like two hours every like every. You couldn't. You had to go like you couldn't go more than two weeks. It was like a week and a half. You had to do it again. It was bad. I I do not miss raking leaves. Hey, Dad, get the mulcher. Ah, okay, yeah, finally he gets it. Finally, thanks, Dad. And we got the blower at least to blow them together. That's we had the we had those crappy like the the metal rakes with that really thin. Oh yeah, the, those the ones awful. that rattle. Those shake, were awful. And you do more stabbing of leaves than you yeah, do actual yeah, they get stabbed. Give me that crappy plastic one. Give me the crappy plastic one. Uh, let's see next. Hey, Pat and Ian, this is Ryan from Saginaw, Michigan. This question's kind of for Ian. Uh, why do you seem so much happier on the Extra Napkins podcast with John than you do on the CU podcast with Pat? 
Uh, John and I are just generally high. That's all. It's just giggles. You see that. You see. Giggles. Ian, Ian has the most fun ever on the CU podcast. It's the giggles. Hello, Pat and Ian. It's Jeff from Canada. I've recently begun selling off the bulk of my collection for some sweet cryptocurrency money, but so far there's been about 20 games I cannot bear to part with. So my question is, Pat and Ian, if you had to whittle your collection down to only 10 games across all systems, what would they be? And it can be because you love the game, because of its rarity, because you think it's going to increase in value. What are you thinking? I would keep my Battletoads for my grandma, even though I hate the game. I would probably keep Mike Tyson's Punch-Out because I bought it with my own money. It was one of the first... I think it's the first game I remember buying with my own money. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what games I would keep for sur- sure, but honestly, you'd probably see all of my rare games go. It would probably be all the games that I have, like, sentimental value to. Um, my copy of Raiden 4 on the 360 was the first thing Vani ever bought me. So, like, I would keep that. I like that. I, I I am a sentimentalist. I can get rid of a lot of things that I, I'm not using, but if I have some sort of like attachment to it or a, a good memory with it, I would I would keep it. Is that a word? Sentimentalist? Probably not. Oh, it is. Oh, all a right. sentimentalist is someone who's prone to being sentimental, expressing, uh, appealing to, or being moved by sensitive or tender emotions, such as love, nostalgia, or pity. Okay. Uh, it's tough for me to say that. I mean, it, it, I, I have to balance, okay, what do I love? I, I'm guessing at this point, if I don't need the money, then it doesn't matter as much. But obviously, if I want to keep something to increase in value, I'd keep some expensive stuff. I, I'd probably keep Magical Chase. That'd be one I would definitely keep. I would keep that because I, I have such fond memories of that completing that collection. And I do love that Christmas video I did. And that does That is kind of special. That's like right after I moved here. I did that video. Um, not too long after, so I'm kind of tied to that, getting the game, completing my TurboGrafx-16 collection. That, like, ended like, almost like a chapter of my life, kind of, in, in a way. It's, like, completed my move to California. Mm-hmm. Maybe that one, and I'll just throw, you know, 10 games in the fucking M82 and keep that. <laughs> fucking Baseball Stars, uh, Super Dodgeball. What's in there, actually? I always forget what the hell's in there. I think some of those came with it, um, but some of those are, like, ones I want to keep in there. Super Dodgeball's in there. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out!, there's some decent games in there. DuckTales is in there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, there you yeah. go. That's a good one. <laughs> you don't care about it's it. That's a good one. You have fun on the podcast. I have fun on the podcast. Hola, Patricio y Juan. Soy Francisco de México y tengo 50 preguntas para ustedes. Esta es la primera. First. What's your top five movies or documentaries about video games? Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Francisco. Top five documentaries. I'll just give a few. Everything's a top five or ten. It's tough to think like that, buddy. Um, Special When Lit is a pretty good pinball documentary. That Special I When Lit? Special When Lit. Special When Lit. Um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the Game Store documentary. I mean, not for resale? Not for resale. A video Game Store documentary available on Blu-ray and on Amazon Prime? Yes, that one. Um... <laughs> he said begrudgingly. Uh, that one. I don't know. I don't watch a whole lot of video game stuff. How about video game movies? You also include video game movies. Does that mean, does it mean like Mortal Kombat? Sonic the Hedgehog and Mortal Kombat. Those are the two. The original Mortal Kombat, not this fucking remake that doesn't have a tournament in the damn movie. It's ridiculous. Special when Lit came out in 2009. How about video game years? That's not really a documentary, though. No. That's like a farce. A historical, you know, historical sort of... Yeah, it's not a documentary. No. It's a series. Got an announcement about that coming soon, by the way. All right, next here. Hey, Tommy Tell Rico checking in again. 
Just wanted to let you gaming racists know how many stores I just scored deals with to sell the Amico this oh. year. Just got off the phone with Funko Land, so that deal's done. That's great. And I'll give you the list. Babbage's. Boom. <laughs> Toys R Us. Boom. KB. Boom. Caldor. Boom. <laughs> Boom. And right after I'm done talking to you, I'm going to get on the phone with Petland Discount. Okay? <laughs> and just want to finish by saying, because of the way you guys treated me, None of them will ever talk to you again. Oh, no. <laughs> Tommy, no. I want to uh, do a deal with Caldor. Oh, jeez. What was that one he said? He said Bradley's? Caldor. Boom. Pergament. Boom. Pergament. Well, I don't know what that one is. Was that a regional one for you? <laughs> that one sounds fucking familiar. I have to look we that had up. Kmart. Kmart's still around, technically. I think, what, Target bought a bunch of them or Walmart did. Um Caldor's gone and Bradley's are gone. Those are the two we had besides Kmart. <laughs> Pergament, yeah. <laughs> Pergament Home Centers in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. Are they still around? <laughs> they sold flooring. Flooring, paint, and wallpaper. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Kmart somehow survives. You know, he's laughing. <laughs> well, you know, is that, that, that's with the Bed Bath & Beyond strategy. Yeah. Or linens and things. <laughs> so I think it's gone. All right. Well, well, best of luck, Tommy. Thanks, Tom. Hey, Pat and Ian, this is Josh from Pennsylvania. I just started listening to the show last year, and I really love it. Your poll topic last week got me thinking. What would oh. you guys have done if Pat the NAS Punk had not taken off? I wanted to piggyback off that and ask, what do you think your relationship with video games would be if the NES Punk hadn't taken off? Do you think you'd still love them just as much as you currently do or less or more? Uh, yeah, thanks for the show, guys. I hope to hear from you. This is more towards me. So it's like... So collecting, I still would have collected games no matter what, but doing the video sort of tied me, even before I was making real money off it, tied me for, to make me more profession, the games. And obviously once you get into the podcast and you get into the books, then it's, then it's a career. Then you're more tied to the games. You're sort of like locked into sure. it, right? So if I went in a different direction, let's just say I um, became a professional fencer, would I still love video games? Absolutely. Would I, would I love that? Why are you laughing? I'm a professional fencer. <laughs> Don't make me do it because you're doubting me. I'll do it. I, I, I was. I'm just saying it's funny. It's coming back up. Fucking you brought it back up. Three years, other Olympics in summer. Yeah, we got a short turnaround. Um, so I, I would always still love it, obviously, because I, I think when you get into stuff like that, I don't think you just fall out of it entirely, like a hobby. It's, it's hard to completely yeah, you like, can burn out for a time period, but it's hard to completely just be like this thing that I dedicated so much of my time to. Yeah. I don't like it at all anymore. Yeah, like let's let's like like I used to be heavy into you know Star Wars toy collecting. Then I got out of it, but I still have some of it and I can still talk about someone how I'm still I still like it. I still I, it's never totally divorced from you. Sure. And I think that's how it'd be with video games. Now the question would be would I have just gotten then straight into modern stuff? I would have been like a I could have like been a famous uh, Twitch streamer on modern games. I could have been a Fortnite streamer. Ian. You could have been. Could have been. Could have. Could have been a contender. Uh, next question here. Hey, Pat and Ian. This is Aaron from Oakland, California, and I was just wondering, more specifically, this is a question for Pat. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you ever thought about this before, Never. but have you ever had a fan or someone come up to you at a convention, or whatever, saying that they've been watching you since their childhood? Because for me personally. I've been watching your videos since I was about nine years old, and now I'm 18. Yes, Aaron, and I'll cut you off there. Uh, yes, it's, it does happen more and more on social media, especially when it's like, oh, yeah, I used to watch the Flea Market Madness 
you know, like eight years ago. I'm glad to see they're still around. And it's like you start doing the math. It's like well, some of these people are probably like you know, teenagers. Uh, it, it has happened at conventions. There have been people. The most famous one is my arch nemesis from Portland. You know who it is. He mm. always give me shit in the, in the audience. Mm-hmm. And then like every year, the first year, he would, he, would, he would like throw jabs at me about Sega and the Genesis. He was like 12, 13 years old. Yeah. 14. Like he was before high school. And then it, now he's like in college. He's like, hey, you know me, Robert. Yeah, I know you. You little SOB. <laughs> you little You're giving me shit when you were 12. Yeah, so like you see, yeah, you see all these people at conventions that really sort of really punches it through that, hey, you've been doing this for, yes. I've been doing the, I've been doing the, the YouTube stuff for 13 years now. Well, 13 it's, years. It's crazy too because you see those people maybe oh. once a year. So you get like these, you don't see them grow gradually. You get these updates. updates. Snapshots was what I was going to say. <laughs> You twisted fucking fruit. What? You wouldn't have said that if, if, I, if I was on the other food podcast. You wouldn't have me that <laughs> You're a gnarled banana. Okay. Next. Hey, Pat and Ian. This is Daniel from Gloucester, New Jersey. Charlie! I also go by Shadow the Pika online. First of all, happy birthday to Pat. Thank he you. and I share the same birthday, so oh. it's always fun. Uh, so my question, uh, folks like uh, Pat and... Uh, James Rolfe, you guys Folks. always inspire me to work on uh, building up a game collection. I actually am working on a complete GameCube set myself. I'm about halfway there with it. Uh, so that leads me to my question, Pat. Uh, any plans to work on a certain Nintendo GameCube guidebook or possibly licensing that project out to other hobbyists who might be interested in working on it? I've gotten more people asking about GameCube book the last, I'd say, two or three months than, than I, I, I'm comfortable with. Um, it's, it's coming up more and more. Uh, in terms of licensing it out, I mean, I don't. You can do your own GameCube book. I can't stop you. There's nothing to license unless yeah. you need like you want me to like oversee it. Um, I, I, let me let me get through this fucking book first. This book has been a nightmare. Let me get through this one first. We'll see where I'm at. GameCube would make sense on paper, though. It would. It would, and it's not a. It's not, it would it's, be as difficult. It's not a uh, an untackleable library. Tackleable. Tackleable. It's like 600 games, including yeah. Japanese. That's not. That's not horrible. It's not, it's not horrible. But he wants to do Game Boy, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, next. Oh. Hey, guys. Uh, Jean-Francois calling from Bathurst, New Brunswick, Canada. Uh, just being curious here, being Canadian, uh, what is your favorite Canadian city? Thanks, guys. I wish I knew more Canadian cities. I, I've really only been to Toronto, and I fucking love it. It's my favorite city in the world, but lots of people have told me that I would love Montreal and lots of other places in, in Canada better. So I, 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 I have to say Toronto by default, and I do like it. I love it, but I know I, I, it's not like I've given the rest of Canada a fair shake. I've only been to, uh, what, where was Con Bravo at? Hamilton. Hamilton. Which is south of Toronto. Yes, by about an hour or so, something like that. Oh, I've been to... Hamilton, not very nice people. I love the '80s Time Warp Mall they have. It's like a mall out of '81. Oh, really? It's it's weird because it's underneath the hotel and branches out because I guess it gets cold. Yeah, but, and it's like when I went there originally, I went to Con Bravo three years. It was like fuck, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, I think, or something like that, or four, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. And you went down there and you saw there's like no like national chain stores like you see like a mall in the u.s they were all like mom and pop and regional there was like a photorama type of shop there i'm like what the hell am i where am i <laughs> it just felt like old 
I guess that's some parts of Canada. It just feels like it's a different culture. It's a different culture. And um, that's what my biggest memory was that. And the fact that food was so much cheaper after the conversion. You can get a full like restaurant meal for like seven fifty US. Yeah, the exchange, with a drink. The exchange rate does oh, not hurt. It's so nice. So nice. Uh, that that American dollar actually going far there. Uh, we'll do a couple more here. Pat the punk, what is going on, man? Ian, hello. Hi. Don't know much about you. I know you work at a game store. So Pat I have noticed that as your hair has gotten longer, your temperament has gotten better. It's truly something to behold. I mean, congratulations. <laughs> That's growth right there. Really appreciate it. Literal growth. Let's Wait a second, Dustin. See here. What are your thoughts on the Raspberry Pi emulation station scenario? What are you thinking? You know, this can support up to one terabyte now, if you can believe that business. I have All right, what do you think about that? Ian, about the Raspberry Pi? Carabay Station. I don't know. That's fine. What do you think about your hair? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, short now. Am I going to be meaner? You are. See, you're getting snappy. See, I'm getting snappy. You're getting snappy. It's like a reverse Samson right there. I don't think much of anything about the RetroPie situation. I did not wake up and go, "Mm, what are my thoughts on this one terabyte RetroPie situation? (laughs) Emulate. Emulate if you like emulation. Do it up. It's good. It's good stuff. It's free. You want to do one more or you want to cut it? Let's cut it. That's it. It's up. He, he, cut it. He doesn't have fun doing the podcast. I hate it. We don't talk enough about potato salad <laughs> with raisins in it. No, you don't put fucking potato salad in raisins. That's what I hear you say on extra napples. I hear you. I hear these things. <laughs> you have not heard I, that I, at I, all. I hear that, Ian. I hear that your podcast supports uh, raisins and potato salad. No, I do not. I hear things. I hear things. That's it for the podcast. <sighs> That's it. We're done. We're fucking done in general. We're done. We all, yeah, we're way past our prime. Yes. We're primed out. We got E3 though in a week and a half to save us for the month of June for announcements. For stuff. Yeah. At least for a week or two. I can do that. Well, this was fun. It was a good time. Any, any, any regrets? No, no regrets today. Okay, no, no regrets. All right, we'll see you all later. Bye. Bye.